Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Scout Sobel, founder and CEO of Scouts Agency, a female-focused PR agency that specializes in the medium of podcasting. I also live with bipolar disorder. From being a college dropout to a business owner, I have garnered up the healing tools from living with a mental illness to build my entrepreneurial life. Welcome to my podcast, where I ramble about mental health tips, entrepreneurial strategies, and mindset shifts so that you can live your life of purpose. I am the emotional entrepreneur. And thank you for being here. Let's get into the episode, shall we? Well, hello there. Welcome to Scout Podcast. And I'm Scout, obviously. Or maybe not obviously. I'm not sure. But I'm so excited you are here. And for those that are returning, welcome back. For those that are new, I am Scout Sobel, founder of Scout's Agency, as well as the co-host of OKSIS podcast and the host of this podcast. I also live with bipolar disorders, so I love merging the basically the intersection of mental health and entrepreneurship and how each of those separate areas of my life have really supported one another in really, really beautiful ways. So today we're going to be talking about the three things I've learned from building and managing a team. I always find that when entrepreneurs talk about building a team and all this stuff, it feels as if it's this really, really exciting next step towards essentially growing your business. But nobody really talks about the ins and outs of building and managing a team as well as the lessons that have come from building a team. Because when you go from being a solopreneur to an entrepreneur and delegating and having people on the clock and having people report to you, The game changes, ladies and gentlemen, but it is the most rewarding thing that I've ever done with Scouts Agency. So I am really, really excited to to get into it. Before I get into all the things that I've learned from building a team, I wanted to let you know that I have a newsletter that goes out every single Sunday. I recognized that a lot of people suffer from Sunday scaries, and I actually am on a crusade to end Sunday scaries. I just... It pains my heart to know that one would spend half of their weekend so anxious for Monday, so anxious for the work week. And I think that if you're not doing or if your your job is not in line with your passion or your highest self or anything and it's just temporary and we're either moving towards doing something else or maybe listening to this, you realize that it's time to really start reorganizing and replanning your life 
um, there's things that we can do on Sunday to really ground ourselves, to really get into our bodies, be intentional, mindful, spend really, really nourishing and purposeful time with those that we love, set the day upright, have a mental health check-in. Sundays are so beautiful for me. I spend Sundays with my husband. It's me and my husband's day. We make pancakes. We go for a walk without our phone. We take Looney to the dog park. We watch a movie. We cook dinner together. We read. We nap. It's just a very, very kind of go with the flow lounge chill day. And it's become one of my favorite days because I also really set myself up for the week. So I go to bed early on Sundays. I put a face mask on early on Sundays, all of the things. And I really do start my week Sunday evening. And so when I was thinking about creating a newsletter, I really wanted it to have a very specific purpose. And so the purpose of my newsletter is to give you a little bit of an internal check-in, a little bit of a emotional kind of just pause to really think about what you're doing. And, and it gives you a little bit of a challenge or something to think about or something to do that day. That allows you to just kind of be with yourself, to reflect, to assess, to be self-aware, to be grateful, to be grounded, all of the things. So I send out my newsletters on Sunday. They go out at 9 a.m. PST, um, which they usually go out later. But now I just decided that they will be going out at 9 a.m. PST every single Sunday. So if you're interested in joining the Sunday Intentional Train uh, you can go to the show notes and sign up for the newsletter and or you can go to my Instagram at Scout Sobel and go into the link in my bio and sign up there. I also created a free positive affirmation PDF of 16 of my favorite positive affirmations, which you can grab there as well. Okay, let's get into the ins and outs, the emotional situation of building a team. So... I should start by saying that every time I hire a new team member, I want to vomit. I do not take this lightly. As a small business owner, I don't necessarily, I, or I don't necessarily, I don't have investments. So I don't have a larger amount of money that is sitting in the bank that can get me through the year, that can support a marketing budget, that can support a department head, that can support a team, etc. So the money that I use to hire people is the money that my agency is bringing in, is revenue, are coming, is coming from sales. So when I bring a team member on, I have to be very conscious about one, the health of my business, and if it can support somebody long-term, not just for the next one, two, or three months, but if there really, really is a long-term place to support a full-time salary here, because the money that I set aside for this does come directly from the business's revenue. So when I hired my first employee, which was six months into the business, which was ridiculous and very, very early, and if you're listening to this, hi, Naomi, she's my best friend. I hired her very, very early on because I really did see proof of concept in my agency. I did see myself bringing in an onslaught of clients very, very early. And so in that, I really believed that my services could be expanded, they could be scaled, they could really go up to the next level, and that bringing on a team member could increase the amount of clients that we had. But before I hired her, I literally felt like I was going to throw up. It was the scariest thing ever. And ever since then, she no longer works for me at the moment, but I have hired three other women since then. 
And this, my second hire, I literally almost threw up for 24 hours. I was so nervous and anxious. And then the second hire was a little bit easier. And then the third hire got better. So I remember before I hired my latest uh, member of the team, Danielle, I was journaling and I felt this nauseous feeling because I was journaling about my business and strategizing and planning. And I felt this nauseous feeling come up and I said, oh, fuck, I'm about to hire somebody. And so I was able to move through that quite quickly. It only lasted about 15 minutes. And then I hired the third. So I just want to say that I don't take building a team lightly. Every time I bring on a new employee, it is definitely moving me outside of my comfort zone. It's expanding me as a business owner, as a leader. And I really, really value the fact that someone would choose to spend a significant portion of their day working on Scouts Agency, building Scouts Agency, working with our clients. And so when I bring someone into the fold, I am very cognizant of the fact that they are really, really giving me a lot as well as I'm giving them a lot in either leadership, mentorship, and of course, financial salary, financial independence over their life. But I am very, very, I hold the value exchange of employee to employer very, very highly. And I'm constantly thinking about the, um, my employees' health as far as culture, work balance, et cetera, inspiration, making sure they have the tools to feel empowered. So now that it has been almost two years of having a team, right now we are a total team of four, including me, which is in my opinion, really wild. Um, I still look around. I'm like, me? I'm doing that? It's really crazy. So in the beginning, or I shouldn't say in the beginning, now looking back on it, I have kind of realized three things that I learned that I didn't really expect going in. The first is that it is a lot scarier and a lot more emotional having a team. So scarier, I think, really goes with the narrative that I was talking about earlier in the sense that it's scary to be financially responsible for a person's livelihood, for a person's paycheck, for a person's career, for their future planning, for their life planning. And I know that, of course, there's only so much in my control. But when I bring on a team member, I really like to be ensured that I will work as hard as I can to make sure that these three women on my team and if my team expands and grows, whoever those people end up being are really or that I really understand the the gravity and that I can really that the business can really support them in the best way possible. So in that sense it's a lot scarier and it's a lot more emotional in the sense that especially as a small business you get really close to your team members and the people who work for you become like family in a way especially when you're a really small business you don't have a corporate uh, structure You don't necessarily have um, really rigid, rigid employee-to-boss relationships, which, of course, it is there, but it's just a lot closer. And in that, you, you really are invested in your team's life because they're invested in yours. And it's emotional because I'm always checking in, like, do they like working for me? Are they having fun? Are they being challenged? Is the workload all right? Am I helping them grow? Am I helping them develop skill sets? Am I 
helping them create a really good work-life balance? Is their mental health soaring because of working at Scout's agency? And so I'm so, I'm constantly thinking about them and that can be difficult because there is a time where you have to lay a line down and be like, this is also a work environment and a job. And so as the boss, sometimes you do potentially have to have uncomfortable um, conversations or be the one that I don't know, lays down the rules a little bit more intensely, but it is a lot more emotional than I thought it would be because it almost feels as if not, and if they're listening to this, this is not what I mean, but this is the best metaphor I can, I can think of. It's almost like having children in a sense that you're responsible for, right? So you check in on them, you make sure they're doing good. You have to track their progress. Are they growing? Is this happening? Et cetera, et cetera. So while you hire people to help you manage and take over departments, take things off your plate and allow areas of the business to grow, there is this sense of overseeing that is really present with building a team, of managing. That's why they say building a team is also managing a team. And the management part of it really took me by surprise. I don't know how great of it or how great I was in the beginning. I'm definitely a hands-off boss um, or I or I want to be a hands-off boss. I think I was a lot more hands-off in the beginning and now I'm a lot more hands-on. But yeah, it's a lot scarier to hire a team and it's a lot more emotional to manage a team than I expected. And emotional in a good way. It is so fulfilling to have women who you are working together with collectively towards a goal that are supporting your vision, that you are encouraging their vision for the company. It's a really, really beautiful, supportive collaboration. So the second thing I learned about managing a team is that it's a lot more difficult to delegate than one would think. I think in the beginning of the agency, I hired someone and I said, that's your job, go do it. And then I realized very quickly that if I wanted to create cohesion in the services we provided, in the way we do things so that other people can jump in if someone needs help or that we can kind of all pitch in. Um, pick off where the other person left off, etc. We need a very, very streamlined order of operations and strategies and systems in the way that we do things. So it's hard to delegate in a way for two reasons. One, a lot of the times as the entrepreneur, you have a very, very specific way you think things need to be done. And so sometimes explaining how to do it to your team is harder than just doing it yourself. So I think that's where entrepreneurs get in trouble is that they have a hard time letting go, delegating and trusting their team. So I try my hardest to to really tell my team that I trust them and to empower them to make decisions and take charge over things that they can really, really, really manage and and hold really, really in high regard with themselves that they feel as if they can take the lead and have the right answers or at least have the confidence to try to figure out what the right answer is. Delegating is difficult because one, as I said, sometimes you think you can just do it easier and quicker than it takes to delegate it, but in delegating you teach your team how you like it and so it takes a little bit of trial and error until you get that right and then they soar and then they're great at it. It's also hard to give up that control and know that everybody does things a little bit differently and that's what makes a business a business. It's a bunch of people working together for one common goal. They all add their flair. So in delegating, I have learned to one, that it's worth it to have the patience to explain things to your team that way 
after a few tries, they can do it themselves. And two, at some point, you do have to give up control and allow your team to enter into unknown territory, to take responsibility for their actions. And if something goes awry, it's a learning experience. So delegating was a lot more difficult than I expected. And the third thing that I learned about building and managing a team is the power of what you can do with more people. It's just incredible when you bring a bunch of minds together. You know, when I started Scouts Agency, I was doing all the pitch writing, the pitch letters. I was sending out hundreds of pitches a day. I was managing clients' um, accounts very, very specifically and directly. And now that I have a team who helps me with these pitches and scheduling client opportunities, my time is freed up to really, really focus on large strategy of the business, big picture, being a representative of the business, going on podcasts. Um, yet just yesterday, I was a group, I was a guest in a PR accelerator group, getting on calls with other people in the industry, doing sales calls, um, doing interviews for the agency, et cetera, all the business operations, et cetera. You know, I, I hired Danielle to to really help me as my executive assistant, as well as building up my personal brand and doing um, all the communications and social for the agency. So it is just so amazing to see the power of what happens when you bring more than one person together, two, three, four. I mean, I can't even imagine the power at 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. When you have so many hands on deck, when you can divvy up tasks, so much gets done. And that's really what I credit Scouts Agency's uh, very significant growth this year too. We grew our team and we're moving fast and we have people who are who can pick up slack areas, who can take controller areas, become leaders in certain areas, almost have many departments within the four of us. And in that, so much gets done. The power of building a team is that so much gets done. It's so, The results are so much more powerful. And we also allow people to play to their strengths. So we are allowed to kind of say, okay, you're really good at this. You take the charge here. So that's been another really, really beautiful, beautiful lesson that I've learned from building a team that when you get the right team together, the power is endless. The possibilities are endless. The creative energy is endless. And that's been one of my favorite parts. So those are the three things I've learned from building a team. If you are interested in starting your own business or you have, you're a solopreneur and you're ready to bring on that next person, I would say first you have to do a gut check. Are you ready for support? Are you ready to have another person in your business? Are you ready to be accountable for that person? Are you ready to manage that person? And if the gut and instinct check is there, then you just go to the finances and see if it makes sense, if you can support that person, if you feel as if the revenue is projecting towards a really, really great place that can support this person long term. You know, there's so many different ways to build a team, independent contractors, part-time employees, full-time employees, hourly rates, etc. I really believe in either part-time or full-time employees. I'm not such an independent contractor girl because the nature of my business, um, independent contractors are more project-based um, team members versus employees are really full-time based people. And we can get into the differences there. Um, but for me, I prefer part-time and full-time employees. I find that it's a beautiful way to really, really build a strong foundation of a team. So that's a little bit about that. If you are listening to this right now in the morning, Thursday morning when it drops, 
you can go to Scouts Agency's Instagram. We did a little uh, story slideshow of the team. So you can meet the girls there, Lauren, Lexi, and Danielle. They make my days go round. So hopefully that was a good insight if you are either considering building a team, managing a team, or if you've always just kind of wondered what it feels like to do that, the emotional side of this. I hope this gave you that insight. As always, follow me on Instagram at Scout Sobel. Don't forget to sign up for my newsletter and I will catch you next time.